the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. And you know what? They want you to understand. Please understand, because they're transmission experts, that all not, not all overhauls are the same. First of all, probably 25 30% of the cars that come in actually need an overhaul. The rest of them need smaller, less expensive work. That's an important consideration. But... What's included in the price? Does the transmission on an overhaul, now just on an overhaul, does the transmission guy go in and just replace the broken part? And then he looks at the rest of them and says, oh, the rest of these will make it through my warranty time of one year or 12,000 miles. So basically, you get a transmission with one or two new parts, and the rest of them still have 80,000 miles on. Or does the transmission shop replace all the wear components, all those components that wear, is that the kind of overhaul you want, or you want the single piece? Well, it depends on what you're going to do with the car, but you have the option. So quality transmission says, we're going to use the correct parts. We're going to give you an estimate. We're going to do what we say we're going to do, and we're going to take all the hassle out of this transmission overhaul for you. We know all of us know how it's, how it feels to take a ride, or to be taken for a ride, I should say, and sold something we don't need. You don't have to worry about that at quality transmission. They're going to give you honest answers about your transmission problems and repair. They'll talk to you and drive your car for free. And that's quality transmission at McClintock and University in Tempe. McClintock just north of University in Tempe. All righty, let's go to the phones. Let's go with Brian. Brian, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. I just have two quick questions. Okay. I've got a 2004 Hyundai Accent, and I just bought my daughter a 2000 uh, Sentra. And both have this sim- similar problem. Um, basically what that is, it takes, after you turn on the car, it takes about 30 seconds for the air conditioning to get cold. Okay. That, that's normal. That, that's normal. Yeah, it's. I know some cars may be quicker than others, but you see, here's what happens. When you turn the key on and start the car, the air conditioning pressures are static. Otherwise, the low side and the high side, they're both the same, probably about 40 to 60 PSI. And... And it could be up to 90. So when you turn on the air conditioning, we're going to ha- we're going to turn on a heat exchanger. So we're going to exchange the heat for cold air. But in order to do that, we've got the compressor sends um, high pressure uh, to the condenser, and the condenser turns a gas to a liquid. Then the condenser sends that to the evaporator, and the evaporator turns it from a liquid to a gas, and it goes back to the compressor. So we have this big loop that sometimes can be 20 feet long. And so we have to charge everything. We have to get the evaporator cold. We have to get the condenser hot. We have to have airflow across the condenser. Then we turn on the fan motor that blows cold air at your face. And then we're going we're gonna to dissipate a lot of the heat from that fan motor. So 
I'm not, if you're happy with the air conditioning after the 30 seconds, I'm not quite sure I would spend any money trying to fix what, what I believe to be is just normal. And I can tell you, there, I've got a few of my shop trucks with 200,000 miles on them that, that, that take a, a longer than that, maybe a minute to get hot, but one of them's black and I can expect that. I know sure. I don't think I helped you, but um, I, I, what I want you to, you to do is avoid trying to spend money to fix that. Right now, that, that was my thought. Is you know, primarily works just takes a takes a little bit longer than uh, other vehicles that I've been in. Yeah, it it's just nothing. If you're ha- like I said, the key here is if you're happy with the air within three minutes after driving. Um, and it's good, good and cold, and you're comfortable. Then please don't spend any money. Besides that, you have to understand that both of those cars are more than 10 years old, and in a decade in technology might as well be a hundred years. Sure, sure. So, and 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 those are really good cars. The Hyundai and the Sentra both are really good cars. Um, the Sentra doesn't like overheat, so make sure that if your daughter's driving that, she understands that. Um, when it gets flirting with the red zone on the temperature gauge, that she can't drive another four miles to school or home. She has to stop then. Okay? Already gone over that with her. One, one right. other quick question with the, the Hyundai. Um, yes. While, while stopping or while, while idling, so I might just turn it on or I might be at a stoplight just in drive. It seems like the car throttles a little bit. It just kind of makes that throttle noise. Okay kind of feels like it almost wants to shut off, lasts for maybe a second or two, and then comes right back to okay. normal operation. All right, so what you're saying is is I got a little dip and rise of the RPM when I come to a stop. Yeah, it just kind of makes that little throttle noise, and then okay. it goes back to being perfectly fine. I was just How many miles are on the Hyundai? About 130,000. Okay, I clean the throttle blades and clean the idle air control motor and reset minimum idle authority, you'll spend 90 to $125 doing that, and chances are that will fix the problem that you just described. We're just slowing down. We're not really responding as quickly as we should, and at 100,000 miles, if nobody's cleaned the throttle blades, nobody's cleaned the idle air control motor, nobody's reset up minimum idle authority, then the car's been around the world four times, and it's time to do it, especially because your symptoms match that repair I just suggested perfectly. So thank you very much. Those were three good questions. Thank you for allowing me to answer those. Ralph, you're up next. How can I help you? 2004 Toyota 4Runner, four-wheel drive. And uh, I get most of my work done at a dealer. I get some discounts over there. And uh, the last visit I had in there with my oil change, they said I need to get both uh, front and rear pads replaced and probably resurfaced rotors. And I was having a lot of squealing and things, so I believe that. the other day, my brake light came on, and I looked at the brake fluid on there, and the brake fluid was extremely low, and looks like there's a couple of different sections in there. And I looked down on the ground, and there's some brake fluid leaking out. So I uh, went down there, and they said, I have a leak in the master cylinder, and the price was in the over fifteen to two uh, $1,500, $2,000 range. Okay. Do you have any other options for something like oh. that? Oh, thoughts, ideas? <laughs> Hell yes. Well, first of all, I want to know, and, you, and I know you don't know the answer to this, specifically what did the $1,500 cover? It was a new master cylinder uh, remove and replace. How about new master cylinder and brake booster as a combination remove and replace? Uh, could have been. I'm not sure. Okay. I think he and, did and, say it was all 
and also the the electronic control unit was all part of that thing also. Okay. I, I don't know much about that. Um, I would need a specific estimate that describes all the parts and all the labor in order to comment from it. I can tell you that you, I can tell you I am sure that if you find out exactly what that 1500 contains and if you were to call around and get other shops to bid that, I'm quite sure that you could save yourself between 10 and 30 percent. I, I would think that you'd probably be comfortable with 150 to 200 dollars worth of savings. Um, but but that's the problem, and I and, and 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 I thank you for allowing me to use you as an example, and you're being a good sport as I tease you about this. But nobody ever asks specifically, and that's the hard part. Is is what do I bid? And is the brake fluid at the back of the master cylinder leaking down the front of the booster, and is it now inside the booster? And is there symptoms for that? So they're bidding the booster and the master. Now the master cylinder could have some ABS components with it. And that could be part of it, or is it not? Can I just replace the master cylinder without the booster and without the ABS components? So those are all the questions that I have, but until I know what they're bidding, I can't bid. And I, it's not fair of me to them in their defense. They're saying, Mark, you can't bid it. You don't even know what you're bidding. And I'm saying to you, that's right, I don't. So generally speaking, the independent market, because of overhead concerns, do you get what I'm saying here? Because of overhead concerns, we're going to be able to beat the cost associated with a, a dealership estimate, like I said, 10 to 30%. And, and 10 is for sure, 30% is very unlikely. So in, in your particular case, just call them back and say, give me, I need chapter and verse of this estimate. What parts? How much? What labor? How much? Do you have a brake fluid flush for $125 in there? Oh, you do. Okay, well, that's important to me. So a brake fluid flush, a master cylinder, a booster. Oh, you're going to replace the ABS control module. Why? Oh, because you think it might need it. Well, how about if we don't do that? Is there a symptom that points to that, or is this a, we think we need to replace this because your master cylinder's leaking? That's kind of the questions that needs to happen. And under the best of conditions, you're talking to the shop foreman or the service manager when you're doing that. Because sometimes service writers are not technically astute in, or, in order to have that conversation. All righty. All right. Thank I, you very much. Good luck to you, Ralph. Uh, and Milo, he didn't come back, did he, Jeremy? Jack. Jack, how are you this morning? Good morning to you. Yes, Jack. Yes, sir. Hey, hey Mark. I had an old seven Suburban. And uh, that AC was cold. It ran 38 to 42, 43 degrees. Never had a service for 360,000 miles, and that thing was great. Now I have a 13, and it had a service. They found it a, a half a pound low. And I'm running 47.5 in the city, about 45.5 on the highway. May go down to 44. And that's it. And it takes a couple of miles for it to cool off. And I noticed the fan really doesn't engage it doesn't stay engaged all the time when the AC's on. So is that normal now? Well, are you talking about the cooling fan? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. When you say fan, I don't know if you're talking about the blower motor underneath the dash or the cooling fan in front of the radiator. Yeah, or I don't know if you're talking about the condenser cooling fan in front of the radiator. So which one of the three fans are you talking about? The fan in front of the uh, condenser. Okay. It's, it's typically um, on your newer one. 
I don't even think your your older Suburban has one, but if it does, it's typically sensed by pressure off the high side of the compressor. So when we get up over about 250, 275, or 350, depending on what the spec is, then we're going to turn the cooling fan on. The cooling fan, the condenser cooling fan, typically doesn't come on when you're on the highway because you're moving through the air so fast the fan doesn't need to force air through the condenser. But I understand your concern, but um, it's it's just a different ball game. The specification has always been 55 degrees or less, and you fall into that category. I don't know what color you have. I don't know if both the windows are tinted. I don't know if the tinted windows have a UV protection or if a heat rejection. If the 07 has heat rejection of 99% and the, the, the newer one has a heat rejection of 50%, that's a difference. When we look at the big... Okay, let me ask you a question. When they, How did they determine you were a half a pound low on Freon? They vacuumed it out and, and, and cleaned it and put it back in. They said it was half a pound long. Okay, so they, they added, added eight ounces. They charged you for eight ounces? Yep. Okay, okay, well, fair enough. They 50 bucks for the service. Okay, okay. All right, I, I, I think that, that that's the best you can do. What do you run your rear air at? On three. What fan speed? Uh, on three. I run it just like you say to do. And if people okay. get cold, I will shut the system off and back on. I will not mess with the temperature. Okay, or you can roll a window down if they get too cold, yeah. but you can run it on two. Do you have one, two, and three on the rear blower? Yep. Okay, you can use two or three, but I just don't want you to use one or off. Those are the two. No, that's but what I do. The, the only thing I can tell you, how many miles has the new one got on it? I uh, just put 60 on it now. 60,000? Yep. I bought okay. it for 40, and I just put 20 on it now uh, in, in a couple of months. Okay. I, it's just, I, I don't know the answer. I, I would have to look at the size of the condenser, and is it possible the 07 has 12 in it and that the 13 has 134 in it? No, no. Well, I don't know. I thought it was all 134 now. Well, I don't, I don't remember. What, there, was a, there was a period of three or four years that we changed from, from 12 to, to 134, and I'm not quite sure what your 7 is, but if you look oh. underneath the hood... There's a tag on the on the yeah. on the uh, evaporator case, and it'll tell you whether it's R12 or 134. But but let me tell you what my thoughts are about 12 and 134. I think 12 works better in the city than 134, and I think yeah. 134 works better on the highway than 12 does. That's yeah. my personal opinion. Yeah. So you're cool. it's, yeah, so it sounds like you're putting lots of mileage on your car. Because you put, you know, you've already gone from from what for 40 to 60 or from 50 to 60, so you're probably on the freeway a lot. We may be comparing 12 on the freeway with 134 on the freeway, and that would be worth five, six degrees as far as I was yeah. concerned. And, and I came when I came home from Glendale yesterday. I took the recirculate off, and I was able to drop another degree, uh, briefly two, but at least one degree. Okay, and, and and with recirculatory, it'll drop even more than that if you'll just crack a window and let some of that air out because we're, we're blowing it. Do. The okay, good. Always yeah, yeah, so you're home free. But you, everything you've done right, I just don't think that you're going to get better than you are, and I'm scared that you're going to spend money and not get anywhere where you are. So I'm telling you, you're within spec, and I can't explain the difference between those two vehicles. I can only tell you that if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't spend any money trying to fix that right now. Oh, okay. So when you get passing right. gear, does the AC disconnect? Does the AC cut off? Say that again? If I hit passing gear, my AC cuts off. It'll jump up to 60 degrees until I let off, and it'll then the air the AC will kick back in. Wow. Yep. Every time. 
I, I, it'll kick out. Um, 60 degrees and then come back down. Okay. Then what I would do is, is I would, if I were the technician to answer your question, I would do this real quick. Um, I would set it up where the car's in the bay, and then I would artificially inseminate the computer with a throttle position code of wide open throttle. Okay. Even though the engine was idling, I would artificially make it happen. And then if the compressor kicked out, I would be able to see that on my scanner. And that does make sense that we would kill the air conditioning if you're doing wide open throttle to give you as much power as we can. Okay. Um, but I can also Definitely. tell you that with a wiring diagram, I could take care of that in no time. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's good. Because that's new, too, to me for my old time. So, so yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that, that that's something. We're going to drop a ground or drop a power somewhere, and I would just artificially put another ground or power in there and just eliminate the computer's ability to kill that compressor, and that's a piece of cake. So i got to go, but thank you very much. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. We'll be right back. Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriots tweets that matter vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Mark Levin, Fox News, and Breitbart, and all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork, and all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com It's starting to get hot out. It's so important to have plenty of Connecticut water to keep yourself hydrated. Purifying your own water saves you a fortune over bottled water and Connecticut tastes great. In addition, you're not filling landfills, worrying about plastic chemicals in your water, or wondering how well that plastic bottle was sanitized. Plus, did you know some bottled water is simply bottled tap water? Connecticut water is great for cooking, too, and you never need to worry about rationing your good water. Plus, what a difference when you make your coffee and tea with it. And you can usually connect your Connecticut to your refrigerator to have pure, great-tasting ice that doesn't leave floaties when it melts. Even though Connecticut is top of the line, it's still affordable. The K5 drinking station is currently 25% off. Call Connecticut today at 602-904-5800 and ask about their trials, rentals, and trade-in allowances. That's 602-904-5800 or visit ConnecticutAZ.com. Maricopa Water is the exclusive authorized independent Connecticut dealer for Phoenix and Tucson. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, 
I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. And uh, let me tell you real quick about Larry Harker's Auto and why Larry Harker's Auto is important to me. If you take a square area of central western Phoenix and you go from Camelback to the 10 and from the 101 to the 17, that's a huge area geographically. There's only one shop that can make the muster, that can pass the muster, and that's Larry Harker's Auto Repair, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Larry Harker's Auto Repair has been a trusted name for automotive repair in the Phoenix area since 1967. Fast, affordable service, auto electrical work, brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, and Bob is a master at diagnostics. And he's... He's honored by a lot of the repair shops in his geographical area that send him work and ask him to diagnose it, then they'll do the repairs. So if you really want somebody who has the equipment and the knowledge to fix your car and you live anywhere near 38th Avenue and Indian School, I'm proud to recommend Larry Harker's Auto. All righty, we were talking. Oh, Mary's up next. Mary, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I have a... 07 Chevy Trailblazer, six-cylinder, and uh, I had to replace the resistor on the blower motor. Okay. And the mechanic, or my guy, said, you have to turn the air conditioning off. When you start it, it should be off. Don't start it with the air conditioning on because you blow that. It's too much power. So okay. he just replaced it, and... Um, is trying to get in that habit of not having that on, and I blew it again. Is okay. that the way it's supposed to be, or is there a short someplace? Okay, based on what you're telling me, I disagree with what you've been told, and I can prove it to you. If you turn the air conditioning on, and when you stick your key in the ignition and you go to the on position, the air conditioning will blow, yes? Yes, right. right. When... And I want you to turn your wipers on at the same time. And I want you to turn your radio on at the same time. So when you turn the key to the on position, not the crank, but the on, you'll notice the wipers are flapping, the radio's playing, and the, the air's blowing. When you go to the start position, we shut all that stuff off. We take all the battery power and send it to the starter. 
And when you go to the start position, the crank position, the wipers stop flapping, the radio stops playing, and the air conditioning stops blowing. Here's the problem, I think, Mary. When the resistor goes bad, it's because the blower motor is drawing too much amps. So I, I, I want you to like think of in front of you three things starting from the left one two three number one is the power supply number two is the resistor and number three is the blower motor so all the electrical electricity that the blower motor pulls comes through the resistor so if the blower motor is supposed to pull eight amps or ten amps or twelve amps of, of electrical power then the resistor sees eight or twelve amps but if the blower motors pulling twenty two amps then the resistor also sees 22. So what happens is, and, and here's the problem, the switch is in there too. So you'll have a customer comes in with a, a bad blower switch, and you'll replace the blower switch, and then it'll never get out, out of warranty because you'll replace it every month after that because you didn't replace the blower motor at the same time because the blower motor's at the end of this string. And so when the blower motor is acting up, it causes everything in between it and its thirst for power electricity everything in that food chain goes bad so I I respectfully um, and vehemently if I can say that right um, disagree with the idea that you have to turn your air conditioning off um, before you start your car because when you go to the start position we shut your air conditioning off so um, I think it's an explanation um, Perhaps it's an explanation. I, I think it's been used by others as an explanation for their inability to fix a car. That's what I think. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the best I have to offer you. Do you um, are is this a shop you've done business with for a long time? And please don't mention their name. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I would go back and just talk to them and just say, I would say, um, it, it seems that we're back to where we started. Could you reevaluate your work? Or would you rather I put a fresh pair of eyes on this problem? And if he's unsure about his diagnosis, the last thing he's going to want you to do is go someplace else. So hopefully that will motivate him to uh, do a little bit more research. Good okay. luck to you, Mary. And so Don, you stay right the, there. So it could be the blower motor resistor. It, it could be bad because of the blower motor, or it could be because um, of the blower motor drawing too much amps. So the blower motor can cause the blower motor resistor to take a beat, and we'll be back. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hi, folks. Alan Thick here. You know, some things in life are just too serious to take chances on, and owing money to the IRS is definitely one of those. The IRS has the power to garnish your paycheck. They can levy your bank account, even take your home or business. Seriously. Thankfully, with one simple call, you can start solving your tax debt once and for all. Optima Tax Relief is the leading tax resolution firm in the nation. They have over 250 professionals. They have an A rating with the Better Business Bureau and the trust of thousands of satisfied clients. Optima's attorneys can immediately protect you from aggressive collections because they are experts in the Fresh Start initiative. That's a special IRS debt forgiveness program that could save you thousands. Don't wait till it's too late. Get serious. Call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. A promise was made, a promise that hit the beaches of Normandy, a covenant that split the skies over Berlin, a vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made, a solemn oath that liberated Seoul, a sacred trust that defended Quezon, a pact that dug in in Da Nang, a contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans. A promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and I'm here every Saturday from 10 to 12 Phoenix time, just in case you want to talk about car and car repair problems. And, Mary, if you're still listening, do me a favor and don't tell the shop. And it's not because I'm afraid of, of, of being wrong. It's because it's not in your best interest to tell the shop that the guy on the radio said you should replace the blower motor. Um, that, that's not a good idea. That, that offends people. Um, you, you could say it easier and nicer. You could say something like, I did a little research on the internet and it seems like that when the blower motor resistor goes bad, very often it's caused by a blower motor that is drawing too much electricity a blower motor that's very old and weak and decrepit. That would be something more palatable 
to the repair shop than the guy on the radio. Plus, it, it eliminates lots of calls Monday morning to me. <laughs> oh, boy. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by my buddy who laughs along with me, Kurt's Auto Repair. He's proud to be an independent family-owned and operated auto repair shop. Kurt's Auto Repair was just recognized as one of the best BBB Ethic Award winners, I should say, in 2015, and that really says a lot. They opened their doors in 1987. Kurtz Auto Repair has been working on both domestic and import cars, both gas and diesel. They have ASC certified technicians, which means your vehicle is going to be repaired, diagnosed, and test driven by well-trained and certified technicians. Kurtz Auto Repair is located at I-17 in Bell in the northeast corner. Uh, real quick before we take Don, um, Fran, I got the message that you finally, you, Fran had a, an older Cadillac that uh, went to, to Car Heaven. Fran is an elderly lady, and uh, I think she said she was 94, although I probably shouldn't be talking about her age. And she called me to tell me that she was really happy and that she had just bought a Hyundai. And Fran, I'm happy for you. I think you're going to be really happy with the Hyundai for a couple reasons, but most predominantly is you're not putting lots of miles on the car every year. So therefore, this car will last you for a very long time, and the maintenance cost will be uh, a lot less than the Cadillac that you had, assuming that you bought a new Hyundai. And I am a fan uh, in certain models of the Hyundai and the Kia line. So good, Frank. Good, good, good work. Okay, Don, how are you today? What can we do for you? Uh, I hope you weren't talking about you and I when you were saying something about old and decrepit. No, I was talking about Jeremy, who's the producer <laughs> on the show. <laughs> oh, I was in your shop and picked up Wester's Face's uh, truck from Henry Brown a couple weeks ago, and I noticed out front that you had a couple of Pontiac and Buick with a 3.8. Yes. Um, well, I've got a Pontiac that has 183,000 on it, and I just blew the top uh, upper intake, I think. Okay. I've got water in the oil, and I'm okay. wondering... Some guy this morning, I picked up a car. You know me personally because I used to tow into the first shop. Okay. Um, said something about upgraded gaskets when we replaced the plenum. Yeah, you're just going to buy Felpro. Felpro, yeah. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to take a body sander. You're going to take the intake off, and you're going to have four yeah. corners, and mm-hmm. two of those are going to be corroded. And so you're going to take a body sander that's going to kind of just shave off a couple thousandths on each side of the mating surface, and then you're going to yeah. use some JB Weld, and you're going to you're going to have to sandblast the area that you're going to fill in to give it a good coat. Then you're going to just slop some JB Weld on there and then sand it flat. And then you're going to put it back in, make sure you flush all the coolant out, put fresh coolant in it, you're done, right. you're home free. Okay, now what about the oil? Um, oh, you're gonna. If you're gonna start this job, then you might as well pull the drain plug and and drain what you can and take it down to the local auto parts store because they'll take your waste yeah, oil for I've you. Yeah, I already got a bucket full of that other stuff that's that's contaminated. Yeah. Okay. So so you just leave the pan underneath there and 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 over the next uh, however many days it takes you to accomplish this, then you're just gonna drain the water and then well out of the uh, out of the uh, engine in. Then I would probably. What can I flush it with? Did I lose you? Hold on one second. He's just getting uh, his system set up. Oh, Don, I lost you, and I think we're retraining. But Don, is, did okay. you understand that? No, I'm there. I got as far as I said. What do I? Uh, what do I flush the oil with? Just uh, go back with 10:30 and redo that, and leave yeah. it in, or should I pour some transmission fluid in it? No. And 
No. No, just when you're done, I mean, when, you, when you're when you ready to, 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 to put oil in it, put three quarts in it, start it up, run it a little while, and then shut it off, dump those three quarts. That will bring the water out with it, and then add five quarts, and you're all done. That's that's how yeah. we do it. Yeah, because okay. I, I always use a long filter on that sucker. Okay, buddy. Okay. We'll see you later. Thank you, Don. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You betcha. And when lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And, Joe, I'm going to get to you just right on the other side of the break. And I also want to tell you this. If you ever call a shop and they give you a $75 diagnostic warranty, and then when you get there and they change it to $300, you need to get the heck away from that shop. That is not acceptable. That's not anything about industry standards. That That is cut and dried a bait-and-switch tactic, in my opinion. And I think you are, when you get there and the estimate goes from $75 diagnosis to $300 um, or whatever it is, that little voice inside of you is telling you, get the heck out of there, and you need to listen to that little voice. That's important. Folks, every price I give you on the radio, mine is in the middle. So if I charge $100 for something, I tell you, you're going to pay between $75 and $125. Does that make sense to you? I don't want to quote my prices. I want to give the industry a window because there's people cheaper than me and people more expensive than me. So every price I give you is the window. But you can figure out real quick that my price is in the middle because that's what I use. We'll be back right after this. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. They're defeated with better ideas. That's what the president said. This is a man who has renounced the fight of the battle of ideas against a hardened enemy when he criticizes the United States at the United Nations by putting ISIS on par with Ferguson, Missouri. So for him to lecture the Pentagon or ISIS or anyone who's still listening to him that we need to engage the battle of ideas, I'm ready to do it. We just need a new teacher. Weekday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. 
and one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. I'm Tom Brown with Mike Aaliyah, and I've given testimonials for Benefit Air from my own personal experience, but I'm not the only one praising you guys. Here's an email to you from another happy customer who had a thermostat issue. Mike, I'm Steve Simmons. Kyle said he told you about the mix-up I had on the thermostat and that I bought the wrong one, not knowing about that two-stage stuff. To make a long story short, I am happy. I think Kyle did a great job resolving a tricky situation, and I'll always use Benefit Air from Ken to Mac to Kyle. All you guys are a pleasure to work with. Boy, that says it all, Mike. How do you get these great results? Well, Tom, we carefully select and take very good care of our employees, and that translates into great customer service. Happy employees make for happy customers, and we like to keep both for a long time. Good philosophy, Mike. Thanks, Tom. To find out how you can experience great customer service, call Benefit Air today at 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229. Or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of choosing Benefit Air. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Be sure to check out The Patriot's listener deals. Shop online and save big on quality items and services. Visit 960thepatriot.com and click on the listener deals banner. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back, everybody. The phone lines, we've got two people waiting, Joe and Scott, but uh, that means we have three lines available. And Jeremy, that guru of radio, is waiting for you to call him at 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Tom, who owns Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. I-17 in Deer Valley. Action Auto is a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983, and I've known Tom since 1980s, 19, late 90s, or 79, 81, somewhere around in there. Whatever your repair needs, Tom and his staff are well-known for quality workmanship, excellent customer service, and a fast turnaround time. Their technicians are ASE Master Certified, and they get the job done right. They also have a BMW Certified Technician there that Tom says is truly an amazing technician. And a basic understanding of the fundamentals is what makes an, a technician truly amazing. So if you have a BMW and you live near I-17 and Deer Valley and you haven't found a shop that loves your BMW, then perhaps Action Auto Repair would be a good place. And Tom wants you to know that he is interested in uh, giving you as much information as you can so that you can make the best decision for you, not him. That's Tom at uh, Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley. Joe, good morning to you. How can I help you? Uh, I've got a 15-year-old uh, van. It's an Oldsmobile silhouette van. And I was wondering, okay. should the uh, brake fluid be flushed out of that? Yes, the, the moisture content almost assuredly is over 2%. Yes. And um, do you do some of your own work? Nothing, no. Okay. Um, I want to tell you that there's no way we're going to get all the brake fluid out, and all the sediment that turns the brake fluid like coffee is typically on the bottom of the lines and the bottom of the components. So the only way we could actually get all that sediment out that's going to discolor your brake fluid is to flush it out violently, and we don't do that. 
So to change the brake fluid, you're going to spend somewhere between $75 and $125. Uh-huh. And they're going to replace it. And for the first month or so, it should look amber and clear. And sooner or later, it'll look like a real weak iced tea. But right now, it probably looks closer to really dark iced tea. Yes. Is it a good idea to do this, or can you let it yeah. go? No. Well, you got 60,000 uh, miles on it. No. I, I say at 15 years, you do it. Oh. I, I think the risk is, is minor. Uh-huh. Um, they may wash something up, and you'll have that problem right after they get done with it. And typically, we recognize the risk associated with that, so we're planned, we plan for it. And um, I, I think it's in your best interest to... It's, it's also, do you have ABS in your van? I think so. Okay. The ABS components are about 4,000, and many of them use brake fluid to accomplish their goal. So it's a good idea to give them some fresh fluid to try to salvage that $4,000 ABS module as opposed to the 110 or $200 master cylinder. Okay. So both of those exceed the risk, or exceed the cost of a good brake fluid flush. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, thank Joe. Thank you for Bye. trusting me. You bet. Scott, you're up next. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good, good. Mark, you were talking about a subject that uh, just a little earlier with the gentleman about air conditioning output temperature. Uh-huh. Uh, would you mind going over that a bit again with me? I'm, I have a 2013 F-150 Ford. I know you don't like that word, but um, I don't think I'm anywhere close to what I think I heard you say about 45 degrees output. No, no, 55 is the maximum that we, we that we're going to ship you. And now that's. That appears to be an industry standard. That appears to be a number everybody lives with, and everybody. And that's the very first thing we do when we check your car: is we just take it down the freeway, take it down the road at 45 miles an hour. We go into recirculation, and we'll run it on span the speed three or four, because three is going to be a little colder than four. And uh, we're looking for 55 degrees or less. Okay. Well, I'm. I'll get one of those. Uh... I get a little thermometer and stick it in the grill and check it, but uh, I've no, not really in the grill. Had... This is this is in the this is this is in well. If you meant the grill in, where the cold air comes out and hits you in the face, then yes, that's what you need. Right. Yeah. The register. The the output yeah. of the uh, end of the cabin area. Yeah. Let me tell you that there's a long, a big, huge discussion going on about your F truck, <laughs> and um, and here's the situation. Evidently, the low pressure switch on the new F trucks is shutting the air conditioning off at a higher temp than it used to. And as a result of that, there is a, a, a big discussion going on that we are to add some refrigerant to the factory fill. And when I say add, I'm talking ounces, not pounds. And we're to add some fluid to it, some, some Freon to it, to bring up that low pressure switch reading. So if the low pressure kicks off at 20, then if we add 4 or 5 ounces to, if we add 10% more refrigerant than it should have, typically we'll bring that well above. It'll go from 20 to 22 or 23 or 24 or 25, and that'll keep the compressor running longer, and then the air conditioning is colder. There is so, a discussion about that. Okay, so when you when you when you said higher temperature, meaning how higher outside air temperature? Um, uh, it it's the the uh, was I talking about the low pressure switch? 
when you said that that there's a discussion when, that the switch turns off with higher temperature, you meaning ambient air temperature that the no the no vehicle higher has. pressure. I'm sorry, I meant pressure. If I said temperature, no, the low pressure switch monitors freon pressure, and so at about 20 pounds of pressure, um, it shuts off the system, and so everything above 20 pounds, from 20 to 50 or 60, the air conditioning runs. So it, it's it's very technically sophisticated, but if I want to move, if if the rebound, the up and down on your low pressure switch is 18 to 22, and I know it's going to shut you down at 20, I can sneak a couple ounces of Freon into your F truck and raise that window from 18 to 22 to 22 to 26. And now I'm completely away from that 20 pounds of pressure that's going to shut down the AC unit. It's going to shut down the compressor, not shut down the blower, but it's going to shut down the compressor. So there is some discussion about that, and actually I'm running some tests on that right now, and we successfully fixed a truck the other day, and I think the bill was almost $200, but what we did is we fed it one ounce at a time until we moved that window away from the area we don't want that low pressure to work. And I think what's going to happen, if I have to guess, is I think Ford's going to come out with a redesigned low pressure switch to eliminate this problem because I think that is the problem. <laughs> but I'm not an engineer. All right, so let me recap. So basically, in my vehicle right now, you're saying at uh, 45 miles an hour on, on level 3 on the fan, I should have what type of output temperature? 55 degrees or less from your center vent. Okay, and, and if you have, if you're at 30, if you're in the 40s, then you're doing good, and and you you'd be foolish to spend any money try to try to improve that. Okay, and then my follow-up question is, if when this switch does shut off the compressor, it's like completely shutting it off. It's not like part way. No, it 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 disables the power ground circuit to the clutch, which puts the compressor into f float mode. It's not working at all. And, and it's seeing low pressure, so it shuts off the compressor because it thinks it's protecting the compressor. But meanwhile, you're driving down the road, and so the compressor turns off, and now the evaporator starts getting really warm. And then the compressor comes back on as soon as the pressure goes above 220. And then the compressor comes on, and then we give you cold, and then we give you warm, and then we give you cold, and then we give you warm. And, I mean, you could take the low-pressure switch and, and bypass the low-pressure switch, and, and if that made your air conditioning, I wouldn't do that for longer than a couple of days, but if that made your air conditioning work a whole lot better, then you could determine whether you wanted to add 5 to 10% more refrigerant. If it holds 30 ounces of, of refrigerant, 10% is 3 ounces more. All right, well, I mean, the vehicle's still under warranty, so uh, I just don't You don't want to mess it. with it then. You're right. If you want to drive it, you just drive it 45 miles an hour down the road, recirculatory, fan speed three, put your temperature gauge in that center vent, and if it's if it's 55 or higher, you go back and talk to them and see if they agree that 55 is the number. Okay, Mark. Okay, good luck to you. Thanks. All righty. You betcha. 602-508-0960. We've got about six minutes left. If you have a quick question, I can get you in. I just want to remind you that... that um, you're never going to get everybody okay you're never going to get every car repair shop to agree on anything folks i've got 50 or 60 shops on my best car repair list and and not the group doesn't agree on when to change your oil the group doesn't agree on whether we should even flush your transmission some guys believe we never flush it some guy believe that we should always flush it um, some guys believe that we should give free windshield wipers away during your oil change some guys go don't do that so 
you just have to find somebody you're comfortable with. And I think the big line that's drawn in the sand is, is your shop more interested in selling you items to put you in a comfort zone that pads their pockets with gold? Or are they more interested in just keeping your card dependable? And do you ever hear them say every once in a while, don't do that. That's a waste of your money. So that's what it's really all about, is a good shop looks after you first and them second. That's a Christian way, and that's the right way. So that's really the bottom line is, is whose best interest is the shop owner taking care of first? Yours or his? <laughs> That's what it boils down to. Marilyn, how are you? What can we do for you? Fine. Um, I have a 202 Grand Cherokee, and I've been having trouble with my air just shutting off, and then it'll start up again. And uh, sometimes it'll start up right away. Sometimes you got to wait maybe five, five minutes, ten minutes, and then it'll start blowing again. Okay. Now that was I'm your classic symptoms of low refrigerant. Okay, um, it's not the blower motor? Well, if the blower motor stops blowing, see, the blower motor doesn't know how much refrigerant you have. Mm -hmm. If the blower motor is coming and going, then it's either the, the fan switch, the blower motor, or the blower motor resistor. There are three components that make the blower work. But the blower motor has no intelligence. It does not monitor the Freon level. So if you're driving down the road and it stops blowing air out of the vents mm -hmm. and it may not come on for a while and then all of a sudden it starts blowing air out of the vents again, that's a blower motor problem. And it's going to be the switch, the blower motor, or the resistor. Okay. Because I've had it. I talked to somebody and they said, just leave it alone until it keeps on doing it. It doesn't do it all the time. Now, like the other day I was driving it, it didn't even do it. Okay, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. How many miles are on the, the Grand Cherokee? It's not 89, 80, 80. It's not that much. I don't drive that much. You know, I drive okay. when I have to, but... Okay. Uh, um, I, I, I would certainly just run a quick test on the, the blower motor and see what kind of amp draw it has. And um, if the blower motor was, was supposed to draw 8 or 10 amps and it's drawn 14 or 15 then I would know that the blower motor is going to be part of the problem, and I would replace it first, and I would say to you, Marilyn, I, I, I'm going to replace the blower motor because I know it's bad, but I, it may have caused the switch to become defective, but we'll know. I'm going to put a blower motor in it, and let's just cross our fingers, and hopefully the switch is okay. That's the kind of conversation I would have with you. All right, Marilyn, thank you very much. For anybody else, if you send me an email, if you'll send me your phone number, I often call you because I don't like to type dictionaries, and, and frankly, it's much easier for me to call you because I can ask you questions and I can get the situation done. Here's the problem. The problem is, is I use my cell phone and I'm going to block my cell phone from you. So I come through as a blocked call. So if you email me at mark at marksalem.com, mark with a K at marksalem, S-A-L-E-M, like the cigarette, dot com. And if you give me your phone number, I'll call you, Be, especially if it's a long drawn out discussion and especially if I have questions I need to ask you and I typically make those calls throughout the day so if you give me a work number or a cell phone number that's okay um, there's about a third of the emails I get that I can quickly answer the question via email 
and there's two-thirds of the emails I get, and sometimes I get 50 a day, that I really need to ask you more questions. You just haven't given me enough information to guide you. So if if you send me an email and then somebody calls from a blocked number, um, you, you, you certainly don't have to answer it. But if it's me, I always leave uh, a message. I'll see you next Saturday right here, 10 to noon. This was a paid program and was provided for informational purposes only. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.